Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Ben Moore. Hey. Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. Hello. Uh, Let's check out the good old Desire Index. Excellent. Uh, We're actually doing two more weeks of Desire Index. We're adding number nine this week and number 10 next week. Uh, Madden has graduated and opened us up another slot, and that's why I always forget about this thing. Yep. Uh, so Pokemon Sword is now at the bottom as Madden has graduated. Um, so here we go. This is from Andrew Treherne. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. The best Zelda game of all time is being remade, and you don't have it on your list yet. Shameful. <laughs> so this is tricky. Where do we put? Where do we put? It's very tricky. Top Legends? five for sure. Is it top five? Yeah. Okay, so top you five. Remember the top five, Huber? That's I don't remember the big, top five. Big. All right, let me recap top five. Yeah, I mean, it's Zelda. It is, exactly. That's why this is hard. So yeah. Cy- Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy VII, Last of Us Part Two, Doom Eternal, Astral Chain. It could maybe beat Astral Chain. Yeah, I'm putting it right there, number oh, five. No, for no me. I, I fight against that. The world doesn't have an Astral Chain. It mm-hmm. already has one of the best oh. Legends of Zelda games of all time. Fair. This is the Desire Index. Yes. And so it's hard, like I'm not saying that that remake isn't going to be amazing, but I think what makes it tricky, as much as I enjoy the style, is I'm going to have to take a holistic approach with the Link's Awakening remake. I'm not going to know how much I enjoy it until I see everything that they've done to it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those scenes, a lot of those dungeons, a lot of those bosses... I'm going to need to see how it plays out. And that's different than, say, the Final Fantasy VII remake, where I already know they are changing a ton. It is going to be a very different experience than what I played, you know, all the way back in the day on the PS1. So when it comes to to desire, if if that's what we are ranking, I think this falls into a tricky spot. I'm going to play it, absolutely. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it, but... No, I think, Ben, those two games need to be compared against each other. Because Final Fantasy VII Remake, to me, is here's what this game would look like if we made it today. Yeah. This is our expression of what Final Fantasy VII is on this current generation. Uh, Link's Awakening, to me, is like, here's a cute version of Link's Awakening. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it may be yeah. more than that. Yes. But we just don't know. Uh-huh. And so I, I think it is harder, like, I, I think there's more of a case to be made for Astral Chain, something that the world doesn't have and is, is doing a lot of crazy ideas with its living weapon, whole mechanic. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I think there's, I'm more interested, I'm more curious about that because of what we know. Blood, where do you stand on this? Um, yeah, I mean, Desire, it, it's, it's definitely, it's an interesting concept because it's kind of like anticipation, right? And it's, and, and sort of like you're saying, it's like Link's Awakening is an incredible game, but we also pretty much know what that game is. I, I mean, you guys are saying like, oh, we don't know. But I think we do know what it is for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it is very much trying to stay as close like to the metal as possible and really just update the visuals um, so that it has like a new, fresh, inviting look for, you know, both people who have never played the game and people who have you know, to play it again, but still get essentially what they remember. So the thing they've yet to reveal is the little trophy collection system. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there are interiors that have slots where trophies will go, yeah, presumably. Yeah. Uh, I doubt the method of collecting those will be appealing. 
I doubt it's going to be like, man, I can't wait to get all those trophies. There's probably uh, some easy fun ones and some annoying hard ones. Do you think so? Yeah, I probably, wonder, s- probably some like fishing or bug collecting or some weird thing and then just like, hey, beat this dungeon. I'll tell you my fear when you is say that trophy, it's... trophy, you're saying that they'll be like achievements? Little statues. I, th- I don't know. My, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Hear that they're achievements. I'm assuming it's all going to be like grind the, uh, the, the dungeons, the random dungeons. Mm-hmm. I mean... I feel like I'm a little bit softer on this just because it's like Link's Awakening is a game that I grew up with. It's a game I've already finished. And so anything that allows me to get something new out of it, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, I, I don't know. I think I'm more apt. If it was, if it was a brand new Zelda story that I had never experienced before, I don't think the incentive would be there to even grind some things out. But because it's, it's a known quantity to me, I think I, would want to maybe grind those things out. I'd be more it'd be more appealing to me than it would be in another game. So it sounds like the discussion for Link's Awakening is not how high it's going, but how low it's going. Mm-hmm. Ouch. I, Where does it compare with Luigi's Mansion dude, 3? Dude, it's above. It's below. It's above. <laughs> like Astral Chain, it's above as well cuz Astral, Astral Chain <laughs> okay. has my curiosity, mm-hmm. but it's not a Zelda game. It could be terrible. And not, and I personally haven't played Link's Awakening, yeah. so I desire to Ooh, experience boy. this Zelda that you guys always you have rave a ride about in front of you, yeah. Far more than potentially Astral Chain, which could be amazing, mm-hmm. but also Platinum Games isn't a winner every single time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Transformers, I decent mean, games. Those are, yeah, those are licensed yeah. things. I think. I think. I think <laughs> you could make a, 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 an equally strong case with their original IP, and they go out of their way to knock it out of the park. That's true. Uh, Ian, we're going to need your take on yeah, this. Yeah, Ian, the tiebreaker. Uh, I mean, I haven't played Link's Awakening either, so I'm very excited for that. Oh so. boy. Okay. Where are you putting it then? Uh, wh- what are we fighting against right now? Astral Chain and Luigi's Mansion. I mean, yeah. for me, I think is Luigi's Mansion six. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion and Link's Awakening are sort of tied, but I think Link's Awakening gets it over that. And I mean, like, I don't know. I I like some Platinum games I've played, but I just don't like others. So eh, I'm not really anticipating Astral Chain at all. So oh, I'm not no. really fair on that one. Maybe. What about you, Bossman? Oh, I'm no. I have no deciding factor in the desire index. I just oversee it. Blood. Can you be swayed one way or the other? You are the hinge <laughs> between Astral Chain. Oh, Link's Awakening. Don't uh, let me down, and blood. Not, and, and not between <laughs> that and Luigi. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I think I th- I think Zelda is, is probably below Astral Chain on this one. Oh, wow. Boom! Yeah. Okay. okay. But I think the perspective is interesting because... It is. Your check is coming in the mail. Link's Awakening. <laughs> like, you should be anticipating that game if yeah. you haven't played it. Definitely. Like, it is yeah. one of the best Zelda games. Like, it's yeah. like, that's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Uh, so is it going above Luigi's Mansion? Officially, man, I, Luigi's Mansion always okay. Let me make a case for Luigi's Mansion. Please, yeah. I love Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion, Mansion is a game that is constantly easy to ignore. Yes, it is a game that, from its announcement, was like, oh, this isn't a 3D Mario game. GameCube sucks. <laughs> like that type of conversation and that type of of like mental attitude towards Luigi's Mansion has happened, those people have been constantly proven wrong. If you play Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> it is such a unique adventure. There's yeah. nothing else that is quite like it that is obviously informed by other 3D Mario games but goes out of its way to present new mechanics all the time. Even just the simple... I could st- I could give you the most basic-ass Luigi's Mansion room that there is in that game. Give you the most basic one, and you would have a blast 
It could just be nothing but a room with ghosts coming up, and it's fun mm -hmm. just using the stick, using the controller to suck them up. And not only that, not only that, but you get the way that you uncover those ghosts, what you have to do, how you have to manipulate the environment to kind of suss them out before you have that epic battle. It's amazing. It is peak Nintendo in terms of just, like, creativity and fun, and it is... It's just a bunch of preconceived notions that go against it, not its actual quality. And that ain't right. I gotta say, I love playing a cowardly protagonist. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so rare. Okay, all right, it's sinking. Is it above Marvel's Avengers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we lock it in above Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Marvel's Avengers seems to be like... I can't believe Avengers is even on that list. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, so The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I, I know it was shameful. It's not on our list. It's probably just as shameful. It's sliding in to the number seven slot. So Avengers is eight? Uh, Avengers is eight, Can yes. we boot that? Boot it? Can we just boot it that, right now? You can't boot it. You can make Nobody it wanted it on the list. We're like, huh? Uh, well, I mean... No, we've had a conversation about we it. We desire it more than Pokemon Sword and Shield. We All do. Right. Can right. I can I just say it doesn't feel good arguing against like Link's Awakening? Mm -hmm. Like that it, I truly do think it is one of the best Zelda games, but Yeah. Hey, it's, it's a remake. Uh okay. Hey, it's a remake. It's time for corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Oh, uh end corrections music. Just to be very clear, next week will be the final week of uh the Desire Index. We're going to hit 10 and then that'll be locked in mm. for the rest of the season. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, okay, so it turns out Schwassels is the currency in the Netherlands, not Belgium. Uh, oh, we got so How many comments that... about uh, Dorothea and Manuela uh, because people are like, uh, hey, once you get to know them, their sexiness makes sense. Uh, so I got like a lot of responses to this, obviously. Kyle, what did you say? <laughs> oh, Ben, it's a very so long conversation. But I, I do want to say, like, like, hey, man, that's all anime. <laughs> all anime starts with a sexy character who turns out to have like a lot, th lot of things going on. No, that is not. No, no, no. That is not all anime. <laughs> Sometimes it's just naked... Raw <laughs> sexiness for sexiness sake. Did you okay. don't don't say that? Right, right. Well, we get that Fire Emblem is not that. Uh, but I think I feel like the the core of the question was always like misunderstood. Uh, in that this person just said like, would the world be better off if Fire Emblem characters were less attractive? Like that's the basis of the question. We can all admit they're attractive characters if they had just like more realistic, more humanly ugly faces. Would we have a better world? And that was the basis of the question. So, like, hey, nobody's like attacking it for having beautiful people. Um, that's a whole other conversation. Can I, can I yeah. very quickly jump in with three houses, though? Because do, yeah. I, kind of like with the Luigi's Mansion thing, where mm -hmm. I think it's easy to get in your head that it is a certain way. Yeah. I think if you were to take like the last, I don't know, seven years or so of Fire Emblem, like three houses has better characterization than those games do. Like they go than deeper. Awakening and Fate. Yeah, basically. they go. Yeah. They go. And even echoes, uh, like they go deeper with those characters. There, there is more of a justification for them being the way that they are. And it's not like a lot of times when you get that justification, it's just like, oh, he's like this because, you know, and it's a one sentence summary. But the way that they they schedule the days, you actually feel like you're having more grounded conversations with them. They feel more believable, and so I think. When people are being upset with you, it really comes from the context of the game. Like that, it's it's better here and deserves more credit than maybe it's gotten in the past. For fates, yeah. like fates, we could totally trash sure, on. Sure. Whereas, like, yeah, we don't need to trash on three houses. I guess, like, sub subject for the comments, hit me up on this. Uh, would like 
You remember like the Dove, uh, the like the Dove soap? Uh, I use Dove. Yeah. Do you remember when they were just like, hey, these are realistic bodies, and they made a huge deal out of that advertising campaign? Yeah, how long I remember. Ago? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Would it, would it would it work for a video game? Would it work for like, hey, we're really doing realistic bodies in the next Fire Emblem? Yes. Uh, well, it, the the problem with it is, I think it's a good thing to do. It's yes. just what ends up happening. The, the counter argument that immediately springs up is, oh, you're just doing this to sell more things. Like people doubt the sincerity of it. They doubt the oh, even with Dove, right? Right, right. They doubt they doubt corporation. Right, exactly. They doubt they doubt the sincerity and they doubt the purpose of it. Yeah. And so, like the way that you do it, right? You don't make it a campaign. You just do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Fair I mean, enough. like it's not that simple, of course. Like. People are going to generate arguments on the internet over anything, but I, I, I do understand when when it becomes a marketing campaign, people are going to be naturally skeptical of that, even if they shouldn't be, even if it really is just trying to put something good into the world. Like, one thing I've picked up from marketing is that they love their awards and they love to get attention for their campaigns. Yes. I guess, every, I guess everybody does. That's yeah. any industry, right? But yeah, the marketing particular you seems like You want some like they, pats on the back. Yeah, they really want those awards. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't work yeah. in marketing, but isn't it like anything else where you get, you move up based on results, right? And yeah. so you, like, you have to generate that in some form. I made the Dove campaign. Right. Uh, man, man seeing, a, seeing, seeing a campaign for the next Fire Emblem game where it was about like, We've got representations of all types of bodies of people, like and just how they would work that in. <laughs> no I kind of want to see that ad. <laughs> It'd be so weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Media Create. Uh, they stopped showing weekly numbers, but Famitsu still doing it. Uh, lastly, Releases.com, pretty good. Had a few commenters really back it up. And corrections music, please. Just, just to see what's coming out. We were making fun of releases.com. No, I think you like keep track of, you have like your own list of like, it, it, you, it's a list that helps you keep track of releases when they're about to come out. Gotcha. So nice. like, yeah, like who's going to remember release dates? It's just like, okay, I know I want Ghost Recon Wildlands. When's that happening? 2019 like, okay. Two years in ago. video games <laughs> Thank you, is my favorite. Wikipedia. Does oh, me a great too. job. That's what I do every week. Yeah. Oh, Tw- the Wikipedia yeah. game releases? 2019 and Ghost I know, Blood, Blood, Blood's going to poo-poo on it, but I use it all the time. Me Here, too. Right yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. What do you prefer, Blood? Well, I couldn't make this podcast without that one Wikipedia article. And my, it's done by the my preference <laughs> is is a mix of uh, GameStop's uh, listings and uh, <gasps> Game Informer has a, a list that they update. Okay. Do they? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because hmm. I do. I use GameInformer.com slash news and don't check out much of the other rest of the site. So, yeah. I yeah, they, they have basically a post that, like, they create towards the beginning of the year or maybe the, the you know, the end of the previous maybe year. And then they just over. keep updating yeah, it. Trying to keep that. using Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have an update for this very podcast. Uh, we're having a big old schedule shift. So let me keep everybody straight. I'm going to try to do this uh, with with numbers of the days of the month and just like be extremely clear about it. So next week's podcast, which is uh, 14th for early people, 17th public. It's my that's, birthday. That's a regular podcast. Happy which birthday. one? 14th 17th. or 17th? 17th. Birthday on a Friday, oh, I dude. You meant like which birthday? Like how old is he? Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Whoa. Sorry? Saturday. Friday? Friday's, yeah, Friday's when this podcast Dang. comes out. Did I get this mixed up or are you mixed up? I think I'm mixed up. Okay. You have a Friday birthday, Friday, dude. dude. Busy days. Yeah. Dude, the There's a podcast mixed up. Saturday. It you is got a Saturday. It. Yeah, I knew it was a Saturday. Well, that means I it's thought. 16th. 
So it's 14th. Yeah. Okay, 14th for people $5 and up on Patreon. 16th for public. 17th is Huber's birthday. It's nothing to do with the podcast at all. Thank you, Ian. We might have to fact check all of these. Um, okay, week after that, uh, that's going to be the Gamescom solo cast. So I'm going to Gamescom, Gamescom. Uh, not to cover it with Easy Allies, uh, but to help on uh, Keeley's opening night live. Follow Keeley for, for details on that. Scoops. Uh, scoops. Uh, we were going to do like a Q&A episode like we've done in the past, all love and respect. But how can you do that on Gamescom week when you're technically like maybe Keeley's got some scoops? Maybe. So like how some could you. Some death stranding Yeah. How, how could you take that week off? So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to record the podcast really fast in my hotel room. Probably a half hour podcast. First ever Easy Allies wow. podcast. Solo podcast. Nice. Whoa. Um, Cool. Yo, Keely is in Death Stranding. He is. He just is. He's got to be, right? Like, it's the culmination yeah. of his life's work. Yes. There's no way he's not <laughs> in Death Stranding. Final boss, Stranding. dude. Everything <laughs> he's done, every decision that he's made mm-hmm. is for this moment. I hope he voices a squid. <laughs> yeah. He's the voice of a squid. And I hope that he, like, for, friendly game, squid. for the Game Awards this year, he says, like, I'm out. I'm part of that game, so I clearly can't be a part of this process. <laughs> I want... I want <laughs> The Game Awards 2019 yeah. <laughs> to just be like a six-hour spoiler conversation for Death Stranding, mm-hmm. and it has the mm-hmm. biggest budget. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think he will probably be you, like you'll get like one of those Last of Us style like you know hidden rooms you get in the house, and then there's like a note on the thing next to like a body or a skeleton, and at the end it's just signed like GK. Oh, <laughs> that's better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we work in that call. GK. GK is in the game, but not the likeness yeah. of Mr. And you Keely. have to you have to find all the hidden Imagine Dragons discs. It's <laughs> 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 a good idea. It's gonna be a fun game. Okay, so uh, the week after that, mm. we are officially in Easy Allies Phase Four. Uh, you'll learn more about that soon. But the reason why I have to talk about all this is that. Hold on to your butts. This podcast will start recording on Thursdays that week. Uh, That is going to be a disappointment for many people because early access will be on Fridays. Public access will be on Sundays. It is going to change fundamentally how you receive this podcast. But people who frequently listen to this podcast, watch this podcast, know we get hosed a lot uh, by news stories that drop on Tuesday, drop on Wednesday, drop on Thursday, and then we talk about them seven to eight or nine days late. Uh, it's a problem. It's a detriment to this podcast. So I realize it's going to suck for people who are just used to having the podcast on Fridays, used to having it on Saturdays or whatever. Uh, I do apologize for that, but I think ultimately this is going to be better for this podcast going hey, forward. And you can still get it on Fridays. Early what? access. Yeah. Why did you have to say, have to say it like that? Hey, and hey. if you want to. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll be what the podcast will be going forward. We will record on Thursdays, release on Friday, early access, release on Sunday publicly. Uh, probably also going to eat some YouTube views going live on Sunday. YouTube tip, don't do that. Uh, but <laughs> that's just how we got to do it. That's what we'll be doing going forward. Cool. We get to talk about Evo right now. Evo. Yes. Hell yeah. Evo is uh, Evolution uh, Evo. 2019, the biggest fighting games tournament of the year, collectively. Uh, ben, maybe we should kick off, before we do the silly segment, we we'll talk about all the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were there, man, for yeah. the first time ever yes. in Vegas. Yes. Can we talk a little bit about what that was like? Yes, we can. Kyle, uh, the, the thing that I want to start this off with is, is two points. I was, I was actually a little, and I, I think part of the reason why I hadn't gone sooner, there, there were, you know, 
I, I kept getting in my own way when it co- came to Evo because I was like, man, something I really enjoy about watching it from home is that I can have all these tabs open and I can watch all the different pools for all the different games. And like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And so I was really worried going there that I would miss something. And, um, I didn't go. It was nice because this like never gets to happen. I didn't go for work. I didn't go for Easy Allies. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing any interviews. I wasn't competing. I was just going there as a fighting game fan, and it made me realize like I, I don't I don't really get to do a lot anymore for that. Like anything that I do just as a fan, it it becomes something else. Like it gets incorporated into my work, and there I just really got to be a fan and. Whatever misgivings I had before, it was, like, the most energizing, like, one of the healthiest experiences I feel like I've had, like, in such a long time because nothing nothing is better than the energy of that room. And, like, a good moment is, like, the, the Dragon Ball Fighters final match between Goichi and Sonic Fox. And, you know, spoilers for Evo if you haven't watched it. But when Goichi won, and he just like instantaneously burst into tears. Yeah, man. And you saw, you feel it. Yeah, you saw what happened, and just feeling the the eruption around you, like it was it was incredible. And it was like I just energized is like the, the the word that comes into my mind. And like you know when you play, when you play online, or when you're like waiting for DLC or stuff, or when you have a bad experience or someone's salty, like you kind of form. A bias against certain games, or you fall off of them for for one reason or another, and like all that stuff, like all my misgivings that I've had with like Street Fighter Five or Dragon Ball Fighters or whatever or Tekken or whatever game it is, whatever things that were like annoying me about myself or with those games, it all just got put into the trash, and it was just the love that everyone had. Like I haven't felt this since the first time I went to PAX East in like 2011. Like everyone was there because they love fighting games, and everybody was excited. They were energetic. They were hyped about everything, and it was just awesome. It felt like the best, purest concentration of this genre. Yeah, because uh, in a way, I mean, there are other, other there are other fighting game tournaments. It's yeah. so interesting that with the, the FGC, basically it. It's it's a fighting game community, right? It's not ever just one game. Right. It's n- it, whereas you know, like there are League of Legends tournaments, but it's like no, nobody's playing uh, Dota there. And right. so it, it's well, actually, there's some events in Europe. But anyway, uh, I just love that it's just this one type of game, but a community is so focused in this type of game, uh, and that it's just a it seems positive. Yeah, yeah. A good example of that is like <laughs> if you check, and I did, if you check Twitch twat chat during. Evo, it's like you'll get, you'll get you know shit posts of people just being like, "Oh, Smash sucks. Isn't a fighting game, or this game is boring. Move on to the next thing." Yeah, you don't feel that when you're there. You don't right. see that. Yes. You just see people who love this game, who have dedicated a portion of their life to trying to get as good as possible, and they're excited to compete, and they're excited to see others do well. So, are you on the stadium on Sunday? So yeah, I was on the stadium on Sunday. Yep, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Where 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 do you sit? What is the viewing experience like? Yeah, so I was really nervous about this too because uh, general mission seating is what I had. So there's floor seats and mm-hmm. then there's general mission. We were in general mission, and so you're you're like in the on the sides of the stadium, kind of around this circle. And I was like, there's no assigned seats. This is going to be chaos. 
Uh, there were actually plenty of seats. Like it definitely filled up over time. Uh, we got there before. We, unfortunately, we weren't able to get there for uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, but but afterwards, which um, was in the morning, right? Is it early? Yeah, it was early. It was ten a.m. Okay. And so, like, we were like trying to check out of the my my girlfriend and I were like trying to check out of the hotel, mm-hmm. and I had like Blaze Blue on in the background. But we got there before Street Fighter Five, and then seats started filling up, and more people got in there for Tekken and stuff. But we were just we were just in the arena. There were plenty of seats. Um, and it, I was worried. It was like, man, maybe there aren't going to be that many people, mm-hmm. but it got to a point where you, you looked around and it was just crazy. And when you have things like that Harada snake joke and people reacting it and trying to figure out what's going on, that's really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Just like, it was cool because it felt like you got to have conversations that would maybe be reserved for online or like a discord or something were actually happening in real life where it was like, before the Arc System work announcement happened with the new Guilty Gear, people were theorizing, like, what is this game? And they were talking about all these things, and they're like, hey, you know, is Soul Bad Guy going to appear in Tekken or whatever? And it was just fun having that surround you mm-hmm. in a very physical sense. And then just the explosion of excitement that happened uh, when it when it actually occurred. And obviously, like, the Soul Calibur Samurai Showdown crossover was awesome. Haomaru in Soul Calibur. Just really exciting. Uh, this is going to be a weird question. Yeah. Do people do drugs like they would for a concert <laughs> in the crowds. I don't know. I didn't That's see that. That's a question. Yeah, I didn't see that. Just trying to get the vibes, you know like, what I mean? Is it concert? hills or what? Is it like, no, you know, just you just see little puffs of smoke popping up. Uh, like, I, will, I, I will tell you, I'll give yeah. you, I'll give you a, a story. It's not about drugs. Sure. There, no, there were no drugs in my time at Evo. Okay. Um, but I will give you a story that uh, was on the less good end of things we've been very positive talking about the energy and, yeah. and all that sort of thing but um, there was a there was a guy I don't know his, I don't know his name just some random person never met him before it seemed like he hadn't showered he mm-hmm. just smelled very badly and he had very long hair that was greasy <laughs> and we he we sat down and then he after some time he came and sat down in front of us and you could just, you just got a, a, a you, it just went into your nostrils every once in a while. And like that, that sucks, but I could deal with it. He just had this like unnerving tendency to like lean his head back and like flip his <laughs> hair around. And it was like, he was just like trying to spread it to us. And it was just like, dude, stop. This is disgusting. And then like that, he was sitting there for, for some time. And sure. then he just like started, he was like, oh, something's off. And then he just like started smelling his pit, like surrounded by people. And you're like, how, why don't do this. So he smelled, take his, a shower. He smelled his pit. And then what did he do afterward? He just stayed. He just resumed. Yeah. He no, just okay. resumed existing. <laughs> sure. And in a very normal, uh, normal fashion. That was bad. Ben, we've played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons together. The yeah. way you described this guy sounded like a D&D NPC. Yeah, just, just this guy with super like the way you described yeah. his long hair, just full of sweat. Yeah, it, it sounds yeah. to me like somebody is like, I, I want to go to Evo, but I can't afford a hotel room, so I'm going to sleep in my car. Fair enough. Honestly, but the hotels car's are probably very expensive. Net, like how hot it is in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, it was sweltering. By the yeah. way, I yeah. think we checked the the temperature on Sunday and it was like 105. So, oh. um, but there, I mean, you know, that's just one example. It was, it, I really had an excellent time. It's just a funny story. There was also, we were waiting in line for concessions, and there was this dad there with his kids, and I think the kids were there for Smash, but, like, when you walked into the arena, they gave you this Street Fighter fan, 
And he was just like saying, like, hey, do you guys know who these characters are? And just like having that kind of father-son instruction moment, like, this is Ryu, this is Chun-Li, this yeah. is Blanca. Yeah. Sick. They should at least know Ryu. He's in Smash? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, we, I want to talk about the, the game announcements that happened at EVO. When I actually yeah. like listed them all out, a lot of announcements happened. Mm-hmm. And th- what I like about this is that, like this is the one week a year where we would talk about these. You know, like when a DLC character gets announced, normally we don't pick it up on the, this podcast, but collectively, I'm down. Um, uh, something about the, the game announcements that I think was so encouraging is pretty much for everything there, you're seeing tremendous support. And yeah. so it's not like, hey, these games are here at Evo 2019 and then we don't know what's going to happen. Like I think every single one had major DLC, even something like Soul Calibur VI, where I think people have been a little bit frustrated by the way things have been, the speed at which things have been coming out and the lack of communication. It's like, no, there's so much life left in this. So um, It was funny. I don't know the, the, the director's name. The person from Arc System Works who announced, uh, and we'll get out to all this, the new Guilty Gear game. Afterward, he comes out and he says, like, man, I realize that was a little short now, but I just <laughs> wanted to show you something. You know, mm-hmm. he, like, felt bad about his trailer not being more hyped yeah. up, and he didn't realize it until he saw it on the big screen. He's like, no, dude, you did great. Um, okay, so this segment is going to be called uh, Forward This to Jamie. So we all have a friend named Jamie who likes fighting games but doesn't normally buy them. And we have to decide with each of these headlines, do we forward the news to Jamie or not? Mm. And, it's a uh, bad game for me. If there's a trailer involved, we do send the trailer as well. So that that is a factor. Uh, we can't send it all to Jamie. Jamie does not want to deal with all of this stuff. J- Jamie is a dear friend. And we don't want to bother him, you know? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, let's start with that one. Arc System Works creating a new Guilty Gear game for 2020. I'm sending that to da- Jamie twice. No. Jamie's getting two emails, and the second one is, did you see this? Yes. <laughs> Important. <laughs> Jamie, please read. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I think with Jamie on this one, yeah. this one is the easiest one to, to solve yeah. because he doesn't need to know anything about Guilty Gear. It, it's just like, <laughs> look at Just look at it. That's, yeah. that's what you put in the body of the email is, mm. this is how insanely gorgeous. Can you believe video games look at like this? So you can move it beyond fighting games. It's mm-hmm. just like, here we are as a medium. Right. It's a, I mean, honestly, Ben, like, uh, uh, I, wasn't, I was expecting it to look just like the last Guilty Gear game. Mm. And it just it looks like a step up. Yo, when, when he gets knocked down to that other stage, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the way I would describe Guilty Gear to someone who doesn't know what we're talking about, potentially Jamie, uh, it is 3D animation. It is like, it's like a two, like Guilty Gear long had great 2D sprites. Yeah. And it's like none of that's compromised when it switches to 3D, where normally it is, right? Like King of Fighters, the 3D models look worse than the 2D models did. Uh, somehow in Guilty Gear, uh, th- that compromise isn't there. And all of the, the, the flips of hair still there, and, you know, the the, the, the eyebrows are still animated in different ways. Just, just the effects, the yes. fire, the lightning. Yep. Um, is, important, relevant question. Is Jamie mm. into heavy metal? I think Jamie, I'm going to say, like, turn it down. I'm mm. going to say, Jamie, maybe turn the music down a little bit. The, this, it's a bit much. Okay. All but, right. But you will enjoy the way this looks. Okay. Tekken 7 has a season three. Uh, it, it's going to include Zafina. Uh, and Leroy Smith, a brand new character, uh, who's just like, he's, he's an older black man with a big gray beard, crazy sunglasses, and is like a martial arts expert, and the trailer's just him whooping up on all of the martial arts experts within Tekken. Doing that Wing Chun, dude. 
Doing that what? Wing Chun, Ip Man style. What does that mean? It's like that dummy. It's like a Wing, wing Chun. Oh, I didn't know dummy. that. Yeah. Okay. So like a, yeah, one of those poles that just has some sticks sticking It's more out like of it. a defensive martial arts. Uh, season three will also have two other new characters, one new mode and one new stage. Do we forward this to Jamie? Um, I want to forward everything to Jamie, but yeah. I think maybe <laughs> maybe as a way to, to sell this. Mm-hmm. You tell me if this is too overwhelming. Sure. I think just th- what... Tekken has done for DLC has been like consistently surprising. Whether you care about Tekken or not, it's like kind of cool that all the different directions they're pulling from, from the series itself, from other fighting games, from completely different properties. Can you also bundle it with like Negan and Noctis and do Leroy Smith and be like, look at all the crazy characters in this game and kind of try to do it as a. I'm going to say Jamie's aware. Of uh, those other characters, the DLC characters, but yeah. like didn't play them. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a way in. It's like, hey, remember Tekken Seven, who has Negan now? Mm-hmm. Check out the new characters coming to it. I think while he's like eating his morning cereal, he could just have this on his phone. Sure. Like, yeah. Hey, check out some sick martial arts. Check so out we we got to be strategic about when yeah. we send this email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is like during his his breakfast. Zafina's a cool character. Like she's a thirsty fire emblem uh, <laughs> archetype, right? Like she's just uh, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. But the way she animates is like a freaky Voldo. Right. She's just like creeping and crawling and rolling all over the place. The strangest limb movements. I actually think. She's a very unique fighting game character. Yeah, game. this this crazy devil hand as yeah. well. There's which, a story in that trailer. Yeah, yeah, there is a story in that trailer, which I think at the end of the trailer, like, there's no that was all just for this trailer. It's not right, in the they're game. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah, there's no story <laughs> in the, like a fine yeah. print. That was so weird. It lasted yeah. for a long time. Uh, cool looking character though. Interesting. Uh, you know, because a lot of fighting game characters can be samey. So neat to have something so unique. Soul Calibur Six. Okay, so we have the final DLC character of season one. It's Cassandra, uh, who I think if you have Sofitia is like, okay. No. Oh, so, please. <laughs> did you watch that Cassandra video? Yeah. The the Superman where she's throwing the shield against the, the character, like, and just the crazy throws that she, like, she's such a fun character. Like, I, I think it. <laughs> it just, it looks the same to me. I, I wouldn't but, know. But yeah. you watch that, I think that uh-huh. video is convincing. Sure. You've got to watch the video. I, and think, I think Jamie's got to watch the video. I don't think Jamie would be convinced. I think you'd say the same thing as Bossman. I sure. think, I think getting Jamie type? to click on yeah. the video. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah, exactly. Looks yeah. the same to their yeah. sisters. Yeah. 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 Like, wasn't this character no, no, already no. out? Yeah. There's a way around this. <laughs> okay. I think Jamie's really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Jamie, Jamie is seen every MCU movie. Yes. I swear to God he has. Yeah. Okay. You say, check out Captain America. That's oh, what you do, and I you. think yes. you are being totally fair that's to a that good character. End. That's yeah. a good end. Uh, but that's not all. Uh, there will be a season two, against all odds, for uh, Soul Calibur Six, and uh, first character announced for that, Haomaru. Ho- Haomaru. Haomaru. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yes. <laughs> uh, from, uh, he's the cover boy of That's how they Samurai say it in the game, Shodan. anyway. Sure. Yeah, yeah. which is <laughs> a little off, a little weird. Wait, for what? Sure. It makes he's got a sword. Everybody in Soul Calibur has a sword. No, no, I mean the pronunciation is a little. Oh boy, okay. blood. But. Okay, <laughs> tell us how you would pronounce Halmaru. I mean, it's, it's like how you said it the first time, Halmaru. I and you know I've heard plenty of people <laughs> pronounce it that way, but it's just when you pick Halmaru in Samurai Shodown, he goes like Halmaru. Sure. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah, that's canon. That emphasis. Halmaru. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, Blood. Uh, blood, are we sending this? Are we forwarding this news to Jamie? Um. Uh oh. 
Yo, I, I don't know. I'm like, I haven't seen any of this. Yo, I think <laughs> Jamie... has got to forward to me. I think Jamie sure. uninstalled Soul Calibur, but yes. since he's so obsessed with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> this is a collaboration. It's this a is a team-up. Yeah, this is a huge team-up. Jamie loves team-ups. Yes. Now, so I think he's reinstalling. Yeah. I love where Huber is coming from with this. I really <laughs> do. But... I, I think this 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 collaboration makes so much sense and is awesome, but I don't know if it's awesome if you don't know what Samurai Shonen is. Like I just don't know. Like do you just look at Helmaru and you just go like, oh, it's it's Mitsurugi. Like what? And I, I don't want it, like it is so exciting. Yes. But how does Jamie feel about it? Right. Like, like Jamie, I would forward the two B announcement to Jamie. Right. <laughs> like Soul Calibur is going nuts. I don't know. Do if, you remember? Hmm. This is this is early Easy Allies stuff. Do you remember Two B Butt Zip that Damiani pulled on stream? I don't remember what he did on stream. It I was remember like, the reference. It was um, Jackbox. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think McDangles was the same stream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. That's the first when you think of Two B. That's what comes yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, they had a oh they had the Witcher guy. Oh, <laughs> god damn it Kyle <laughs> so, oh so that's what you forward to Jamie you know what I mean it's like hey yeah. Jamie the guy from the Witcher is in this game right I don't know if Jamie's I, yeah. like I'd literally be worried that Jamie would say isn't this character already in there yeah, yeah. I get it yeah. I get it okay um, alright so but you could just say crossover hype crossovers. <laughs> crossover hype so this one's hard for me <laughs> because we gotta talk about the Samurai Showdown announcement. Yeah. So this is exciting because, you know, SNK is total underdog as, in terms of a developer. Yeah. Uh, it's really exciting to see them have success with a fighting game, with Samurai Showdown yeah. in particular. And the number of entrants for Samurai Showdown as well. Oh, and the actual tournament itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was cool. Uh, what, it was like the second biggest payout? Um, and I think SNK put in money for that too, which I think is pretty cool. I could be wrong. I think it had like 1,100 entrants, if I'm remembering correctly. I've looked at that that list a couple times but yeah i still think very respectable uh that tournament like to me it wasn't too exciting because it was just like infiltration just dominating (sighs) it's like nobody could beat him somehow and he just he just beat everybody and it's like they couldn't figure out how to beat infiltration well just genjiro like what do you do yeah apparently the characters just very good genjiro is very good yeah uh but there's going to be new characters coming every month for the rest of this year, Which I think. Which is such a good way yeah, to do right. it. That's insane. That's it's really, really cool. So, uh, uh, Rimu, <laughs> Rimu is coming in August. Shizumaru Hisame is going to be free in September. That's free for everybody. Uh, that's a that's a boy with an umbrella. Uh, Basara in October, Kazuki Kazuma in November, and Wanfu in December, and then Mina Majikina is going to kick off season two in 2020. So they're already committing to a, a season two. Is the yeah. big news there? I think. Hmm. Like, how awesome is it that that SNK is in this place? Like, you're getting you're getting Samurai Showdown back, mm-hmm. yeah, and you're introducing a lot of people to Samurai Showdown. Um, like this is like I've I played Samurai Showdown back in the day, but this is like the first Samurai Showdown that it's like like actually like oh I know these characters' names now like I'm getting exactly, familiar yeah. with them. I've never really like, known them yeah right yeah I'm getting I'm getting familiar with it in a way that I totally wasn't before, and y- there's reason to keep checking back in, but also like they they're at a place now where they're like they can do a now in development yes Sick. how cool is that King it's of Fighters really cool. 15 now in development yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Let's tie that in because yeah. we're talking about SNK. King of Fighters 15 was also announced, um, and I assume Ben is going to look good. I assume it's going to look closer to Samurai Showdown than King of Fighters 14. I I hope so. I mean, that was just the thing that kind of g- people were 
beating King of Fighters 14 over the head with. And, like, I get it. I, I agree with Max when how a fighting game looks game looks goes a long way, and it's mm-hmm. really hard to fight against that perception. Obviously, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is a very good example of that. But, um, yeah, I, I think so. I, like, I really like the way Samurai Showdown looks. And I, it seems like they, they, are, they are constantly striving to improve, to learn, to kind of capture the spirit of those older games and, and find a way to, to do that more effectively in 3D. So I, I assume it's going to look good. Yeah, so, I mean, like, what, where I think Samurai Showdown has success in it is it, its style. Yeah. It's just a stylish, stylish game. Yeah. And so I just hope the fighters leans into, King of Fighters leans into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as hard as they did with Samurai Showdown, and why wouldn't it with the success they found there? Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. I mean, it's just so cool for a fighting game to find success. Always, I'm into it. You know what sucks though? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it shouldn't be this way. So we'd have to like find a creative way around it. I, I think with both the Samurai Showdown DLC and King of Fighters 15, how do we convince Jamie? I, think, I don't think Jamie opens up that email. I don't think so either. I think maybe like next time Jamie's over, hey, check this out. Yeah. But I don't think Jamie's gonna open this. Did email. Jamie go to arcades yeah. as a kid? Uh, only a little bit. Okay. He played so a lot SNK of um, nostalgia, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have any. I don't think so. He, uh. when you talk about arcades, Jamie always brings up the same game, Hydro Thunder. That's the yeah. only yeah. 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 He only brings Hydro up Hydro Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, and Arctic Thunder. Yeah, yeah. And Hydro Thunder is great, mm-hmm. but it's all Jamie talks about. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn it, Jamie. We still have more. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. So this is. I might want to send this to Jamie because it needs to be seen, dude. You so, have to show Huber this. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, so on November 21st, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is just going to add nine new characters all at once. Whoa. So instead of like beep 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 beep, it's just Bill That's Bokta. cool. Yeah, I think it is an interesting take as Jeez. well. Uh, three of the characters were announced. Uh, one's named Akatsuki Huber. That's kind of neat. Uh, <laughs> one is named Blitz Tank. Uh, I, I did see Akatsuki, this is the. Okay, did you so, see Blitz Tank? No. So this game is... The, the game they're from is called Akatsuki Blitzkampf. Um... And Huber, Blitz Tank is a tank. Straight up a freaky tank with like a a long neck and a skull at the end of it, and it takes up a tank space in a fighting game. Okay, so in fighting games, you have player one, you have player one side and player two side. Blitz Tank is the entire half (laughs) of the player one side. It's just towering. It's comical. Yes. It's so cool. It's really Uh. cool. So I've never actually never heard of the fighting game uh, Akatsuki Blitzkampf. Yeah. But what an inspired choice, and then like you went for it. You yeah. took the character like that is the most, you know, uh, I don't, again, never heard of it. I assume this is the biggest deal character of that game. You know, the weirdest weird pick. Uh, and they're putting it into this game. I really appreciate so that. Which, is, which is cool, right? Because, like, a lot of people ask for crossovers of the most obvious things. Mm-hmm. And you're getting, you know, you're getting this. You're getting Senran Kagura. You're just get, it's like you're getting Ruby. You're getting, like, things that aren't as well-known, but have dedicated audiences. Like, it's cool that they have their own game to celebrate this mm-hmm. stuff in. Yeah. Uh, so are we, can we forward this to Jamie? Just, like, maybe not even the For the novelty, title. yeah, for the novelty. I don't think we even mentioned the, what the title of the game is. It's just like, no. please check this out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could go, like, all YouTube clickbaity on it. Like, yeah. dude, I can't believe this character is in a fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. I do think Jamie's going to be annoyed at us by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, we're Jamie, sending a lot Jamie of will block our email address, man. Uh... Uh, uh, okay, Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. E Honda, Poison, and Lucia mm-hmm. all joining. Uh, Lucia was a character I was not aware of. That's a Final Fight Three playable character. Mm. Um, totally dropped off my knowledge base. But it turns out all of these are are well, two of them are returning Street Fighter characters, obviously, but they're all Capcom characters. Mm-hmm. They're they're not new, uh, like G. Um, they're available now. You can go download those characters today. Um, yeah. So. Well, is this a big deal or not? Is this Jamie Jamie level deal? 
I would send it to Jamie, dude. Really? E Honda. Iconic. Well, you also get you also get uh, okay. Honda's bathhouse, which yeah, looks really dude. good in Street Fighter Five. Cool. That bathhouse, yeah. top top fighting stages. Yeah, ever. actually, I'd go, it'd go in the top best. ten. It go top ten. Oh, I yeah. would also I'd also say Street Fighter characters. It's it's hit and miss depend on how good they look. Like they've definitely had some characters. Where I'm like, that's not quite right. Mm-hmm. E Honda, excuse me. E Honda looks really awesome. Like just just his model looks really good. Yes, in Street Fighter Five. So cool. um, obviously, this announcement leaked. It was kind of a bummer for them. Uh, Steam leaked it by accident. Uh, oh, yeah. Plug and your th- leaks, Steam. Plug your leaks, Steam. Jeez, man. This they apologized. <laughs> They did. They came. They wrote a letter. Nice. And they said, "We're sorry. We're fans of Street Fighter. We're sorry about this." They and we've, wrote a we've went through measures to make sure this will never happen again. Very, very oh, cool. Boy. Yeah. What? Love a good apology. They plugged the leaks. Yeah. Boy. I guess. Okay. This will <laughs> never happen again. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, you did something. I hope. But yeah. Kyle, this this one's hard for me because like when this announcement leaked, I was like, cool, but it wasn't. It wasn't like hype. It yeah. wasn't like Samurai Showdown cross Soul Calibur levels of hype. Mm-hmm. But Playing so I've played all three of the characters and they're all fun. I would say like Lucia and Poison in particular are super super fun. And so like I I don't know like I feel like actually getting hands on time with these characters is more valuable than like the announcement itself. What I, I think that is it though, Ben, because it's like uh, even on this podcast I said Kage's it for the game. It's dead after this, but. This is three characters all at once suddenly, yeah. and basically the season is complete almost uh, because these are the, like the a whole new slate of DLC characters, and they're available now instead of like, hey, right. it's avail- it's coming in the end of the month. It's like, boom. And like, let's say let's say Jamie is like Street Fighter Five is a dead game; it doesn't yeah. matter anymore. I think you can you can also throw some evidence that zip at him where it's like, hey, Ono got out there and said, we're like, don't talk about Street Fighter Six. I'm focusing on Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Not only do you have these three characters at once, but you can expect more stuff. It's a vague. I don't know exactly what that means, but you can expect more stuff November, December. Yeah, uh, as well. So it's like th- this game you know, is getting some sort of support in the near future, which is pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, nifty. Some Santa Claus skins for Zangief. <laughs> uh, he might already. <laughs> yeah, he have might, one. He might already have so many skins in that <laughs> there game. Is, right there now. is. There's a Halloween. <laughs> theme stage and then there's a Christmas theme stage as well so nice uh, and like so many sweet Capcom throwback costumes oh yeah dude <laughs> Ben when I started watching it I uh, actually like googled um, stage KOs because I think it's one of the coolest things about Street Fighter 5 yeah. Yeah. they weren't there at launch but basically if you do like a heavy attack against an opponent for the knockout mm-hmm. they'll fly back off to the side of the stage and then yeah. something cool will happen nice. you know they'll get like pasta spilled on them I or they'll, they'll get slammed shut in some vault and so I just watched a video that was like every stage KO Mm-hmm. Instead of watching people play this fighting game live, and I truly, truly enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. And so with the Honda stage, I am anxious to see yeah. where the stage KOs mm-hmm. are. Well, not not every stage has a stage fatality. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Bummer. that is correct. Okay. Bummer. Like probably the new ones, right? That where it's like a stadium. Well, they added them to some old ones because like there's one there, there was like the first one that they showed off where now like if you do it you'll get knocked into a bus or you get like noodles on your head yeah and that was like one of the first stages so it's can you yeah. do a stage KO where where you get the the interaction no sequel <laughs> dude good idea but no I'm just saying like E Honda just gets in the hot tub yes he should <laughs> like okay. I did so well here I'm gonna go take a little bath right now awesome. yes. I, all right so 
every time mm-hmm. they do a new character mm-hmm. in Street Fighter Five, they have these character story modes. Yeah, and and some of them are just bad. Like some of them aren't even like cute. Like some of them are just you're just like, really, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but E Honda's strikes the right tone to me. Ooh. I really enjoy it. So, okay. like he's doing he's doing this like grand opening of this bathhouse, and you get different. Street Fighter characters coming into his bathhouse, bathing, and he like, <laughs> they're like, they're getting all ready to relax, and he sticks out his hand, and he's like, hold on! You have to follow this rule, but before he tells them the rule, you have to fight. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, you don't really learn anything super substantial, it's not like this deep story mode, but it's very, very funny. It's the language they know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Janemba and Gogeta were revealed for Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, Of course, they were already announced, but this is the first we got to see gameplay for these two characters. So hype. I think, actually, I think that was supposed to be an announcement for Janemba. I think it was, like, accidentally Mm. leaked on some uh, Xbox thing, like, months ago. Uh, But we got to... You love Janemba? Dude, Movie 12 was one of my all-time favorite How do you you remember it's even Movie 12? Because it's one of the greatest of all time. Is it legitimately? Dude, it's so fun. It's so cool. So Janemba looks like a a purple devil. Yeah. Not at first, though. He, like, turns into it. Even in the game, he does. He starts off as, like, a little yellow puff. So sick. And then he, like, keeps the voice, though. It sounds like he's like... Janemba. Yeah, okay. I loved that movie growing up. So... Kyle, this was this was one of those like trailers where I'm not familiar with Janemba, and like if you're like this is the new DLC character, it didn't immediately excite me, but that trailer sold me. Like the way that they presented his character and how cool he looked was awesome. So and you're then, saying we're showing this to Jamie? I don't know. Does Jamie like Dragon Ball? Jamie loves Dragon Ball. Like Show hasn't you, watched any uh, Super. Let me, but, put, it you, let me yeah. put it this way: How do yeah. you not get excited about Gogeta? Yeah. How do you not get excited about Gogeta? Well, I mean, there's already Vegito. Vegito. Yeah. And so, like, explaining to Jamie the difference between Gogeta and Vegito is going to take a second. No, but, like, okay, let's be real talk. Uh If you like Dragon Ball, you're you're not going to get sick ever of Goku and Vegeta fusing. Yes. You don't even need to know anything about it. It's just hype. From what I understand... (laughs) Vegito is more of a Goku dominant personality, whereas Go- Gogeta is more of a Vegeta dominant personality, uh, and they're they're based off of two See, different types was, of fusion. I thought it was the other way around because Vegito is the earrings, yes. and then Gogeta is the fusion dance. Yes, yes. But uh, I thought Vegeta was Vegeta dominant and Gogeta was Goku dominant. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Jones, oh, Jones is going to love going through this. <laughs> Save it for when Jones is back. We're going to correct all of this stuff. Um, Finally, we have to decide if we're going to forward this to Jamie. Uh, Undernight in birth, EXE late, uh, in brackets, CL-R, is coming early 2020. This one's hard just because I don't know. What's the new part of that title? Uh, The clear part. In the brackets, the clear. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. (laughs) So I don't know anything about Undernight. I just don't. Uh, Mm -hmm. My experience with it is Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. But just, like... Hearing the stories of how passionate the community is, hearing people just like constantly rep that game, like people are out there all the time talking about how good it is. And like even just the little bit that I watched, it was really exciting to watch. And so like I've purchased it. I haven't played it yet, but mm-hmm. I, I, I love I love when games have that storyline where it's like they're just getting by on quality and passion. Yeah. There is no bullshit with Undernight. Like the people who are repping that game who got it to the point they got it too. They got there just because they love the game, and I think that's that's a good sell to Jamie. How do you, how is that not a heartwarming story? I think we got to save it. To me, this game is like a, it's like when they say he's a comedian's comedian. 
You gotta see this guy. He's a comedian's comedian. I now hate everything that I said. And so I think like this is like a you know it's like a fighting game's fighting game. And yeah. so like I think Jamie's gonna see our emails and then maybe become impassioned and then maybe next year we introduce. So we write the draft. Yes. We write the draft. Yes. You know what I mean? I think it's early. I think Jamie might not be prepared for some undernight. We gotta go broad. I think. Do you hear that? It sounds like it's podcast. Halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. Car Keys Express. If you need a replacement car key or a remote, check out carkeysexpress.com slash store. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. They are proud sponsors of Easy Allies. El Fanis. Our gifted sponsor is SOS Children's Villages. Children's are at the heart of everything SOS Children's Villages does, regardless of where they are in the world. SOS Children's Villages is the largest non-governmental organization dedicated to the long-term care of orphaned and abandoned children across the globe. For more information and to donate, the link is in the description. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Or at least, that good business lawyer's YouTube and podcast series, Virtual Legality. Check it all out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law, or on your favorite podcast service. And our mega sponsor, ViewSonic. It goes without saying that gaming relies on fast reaction times, and if you're often finding yourself on the losing end of those nail-biting standoffs, the problem might not be your performance. It might be your monitors. With ViewSonic Elite's expansive line of gaming monitors, users are delivered the performance modern gaming requires. Take the 24-inch XG240R with its blazing fast 144Hz refresh rate and 1 millisecond response time. You'll experience the hyper-responsiveness of esports pros. And with the XG240R's fully customizable RGB backlighting, users can sync to partnered hardware to illuminate their gaming atmosphere. Learn more about ViewSonic Elite by visiting ViewSonic.com Elite. And for giveaways and updates, follow at ViewSonicGaming on social media. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Listeners, you're going to miss out on this, but Daniel Bloodworth is now sipping on a little can of Red Bull. <laughs> Daniel Bloodworth, can you tell me who is on that can of Red Bull? Oh my gosh, Ninja's on the Red Bull. Correction. <laughs> Mixer's Ninja. Is yes, on yes. <laughs> that is our next headline. That's um, so funny. Uh, we're going to talk about Ninja, who is, I, as I was like writing this stuff down, he's not the most popular streamer, but he is, I think, the most famous streamer. He has become associated with the concept of streaming in a really yes. weird way. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, while people were doing better numbers than he was, like, by the time he left Twitch, like, he's the guy who gets to be on Ellen. There, there are kids that are like, Mom, I'm going to be the next ninja. Yes. And Which- that is his level of, of basically clout. What's up, Blood? Oh, it's just a funny thing to think of because it's like... I mean, I, you know, I guess in some ways, like, you know, there's a Venn diagram of just like, you, you know, like it could happen to anybody, it's seemingly. But at the same time, I feel like you might have a better chance of becoming like an Oscar nominated actor. Like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, I'm not prepared to have a like, conversation about how talented Ninja is. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, it's to, saying, to Ninja's it's a, credit, yeah. every time I've watched Ninja play so battle good. royales he's, he's, he's so ridiculously good. good. Yeah, yeah you sure. have to be yeah. good. It yeah. just feels like one of these things where just like 
just lightning just happening to hit like oh i mean like it, you couldn't calculate the odds because no one has the streaming success he has right now yeah uh this is an unprecedented deal we still don't know what money was exchanged but last week uh microsoft's mixer uh exclusively purchased ninja basically ninja will be streaming exclusively on mixer leaving twitch behind entirely uh twitch was you know the platform of his, his success where he got to this point and now he'll be streaming only on mixer uh a streaming service that uh to this point is mostly mocked on this very podcast and so that's basically why i want to cover this you know what i mean we don't talk about like streamer news too often we don't typically care uh yeah. but I think because this is Microsoft's mixer is maybe where it intersects with this gaming news podcast. It reminds me of sports. Yeah. Like they just, they they signed signed them. them, They signed them. Yeah. You know, like, all right, we'll give you $2 million a year for the next five years. I want to know because in sports, you know exactly what the number is. Yeah. So it's probably just something crazy like that. He couldn't say no to an offer. He can't refuse. Mm hmm. Goes over and it's, that's that. Well, I mean, uh, everyone gets free subs to his channel. Yes, for the first month. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very. St- streaming is just so interesting because it's it's just so personality focused. Like Ninja, Ninja is not like I don't have anything against Ninja, and I've definitely watched Ninja, and I've I've enjoyed it well enough. But he's not like my guy. Like you know, you have you end up you build up that follower list. Like you have the people that you really like. Yeah, and you get to a point where you're coming back for them and so this this was like one of those gaming news stories where i'm like this seems like a big deal and i just don't care and sure. it's not it's not there's no anger there there's no it's just like i wasn't gonna watch him anyway so it's yeah so i guess my question to the panel is then uh did microsoft buy ninja beyond this do they want do you think they want him to market things beyond just streaming on mixer uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I think this is this is kind of the 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 point of no return with Mixer. I feel like we've hit. What do you this mean? This is kind of their you know pushing some chips in the middle because I feel like this is a big chip. Yeah, because like Mixer, you know, it doesn't seem that big mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, and like we always make fun of it. It just it feels like a joke. I don't know if that's because I hang out with you a lot, but. <laughs> To me, anytime I think of Mixer, I just I kind of laugh. Like it, it just seems like a joke. So this feels like a, a power play by Microsoft to kind of raise the credibility of the platform yeah. and but push it, it forward. And if it goes, if it gets bigger or not, this is kind of that that move. But isn't when you're in that position where something else is just so normalized and expected? Like, don't you need to make those kind of power plays? Yeah, I mean, this is it's a modern power play. Right. It, it's it's kind of interesting, right? Uh, it is throw money at it it's throw money at it and and it's just i i i wonder if there's a conflict of interest there you know what i mean i wonder if you know he has to stream on microsoft's service services you know what i mean like he, like I, if he can't use a playstation 4 to stream god of war or something you know like the, i wonder what deal he has the thing is, is like i don't i don't think for either side I think it's a win-win situation because mm-hmm. ninja already has a very large dedicated audience that yeah. wants to just be there for him and from Microsoft's side, say when Gears of War 5 comes out, like they're go- 
in that that launch window in that first week, they're going to want eyeballs on it. Yeah. If you can just get Ninja to stream it for a week, not only do you yeah. do you get that immediate rush of, of of eyeballs, but you have one of the biggest names in the game doing it. And then it's like Ninja, whatever, man. If you want to like stop playing it immediately after, that's fine. We both benefited from this, and then you can go do whatever you want. You can go randomly stream more Final Fantasy XI, which he does sometimes. Yeah. So so it's like you know as long as we, I, I think. I don't know. I don't know the nature of the deal, but it seems like beneficial enough to both because the requirement doesn't seem that strict. It's not like you're a Gears of War streamer now. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny to me. I literally just thought about this, but like, it's kind of funny that because Epic basically is doing the same thing, right? Just like throwing their money around. Precisely. And like everyone's mad about that, but I haven't really heard any backlash about this. Like no one cares. No one's mad about it. Or Uh, are they? Mixer, I think, is like a fine service. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. there's less to be mad about with Mixer Mm -hmm. than there is Epic Game Store. Whereas like Mixer, you know, sometimes is even like better than Twitch. Yeah, do they do 4K and stuff? Yeah, I think they do a higher resolution streams. Yeah, they might do, yeah, 4K. Yeah, so like... Well, and they do the multi-stream natively too. Yeah. Can I can I say something about Twitch? Like, sure. I was at my I was at my wits end. So we were like, Ooh. we were getting lunch at Evo, and I, I I like pulled up Twitch on my phone because I wanted to continue watching the tournaments. But you have in between matches, you have people you know getting into seats to compete and getting out of. So I wanted to like switch from game to game as as downtime required it to. Every time I went to a new Evo stream, I got a, two more ads. Yeah. Every time, and I, it just, I just went insane with it. I'm like, this has gotten worse, and this is like, not ex- like, come on. Yeah, pay up. And I did. You know what? I did. I, I, right. I was like, I, I was like, I googled like, how do I stop this? And you subbed to Evo. No, I, I didn't sub to Evo. I um, got Twitch Turbo. They won. They won. They won. They won. They beat me. They beat me. They beat me. And you know what? Oh my god! It was You're not worth looking it. back. You're not looking back. <laughs> Didn't have to see those Discover commercials or whatever. I'm, I, thinking, I'm thinking about it for YouTube, man. I'm, I'm hating YouTube dude, ads, ads these days. Dude, Thank you I, to anyone watching our YouTube <gasps> ads, but like, really, I can't. Like, oh. I accidentally How many got times YouTube have you seen red. A snag it ad. I don't know snag what snag. It. I don't snag. know what that is. I can, I can almost recite that ad what? like word for word. I've heard it so many times. Oh. What I, is a snag it? It's like some. Sh- <laughs> Some software device where it's like, now it's even easier. Do you snag it? <laughs> and then, you know what is amazing about that ad? They already, they, they have the they have the cojones to, like, they, the way they talk about it, it's like, you already use snag it every day. It's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I've never heard of you. Yeah, that's, oh, that really riles me up. Uh, the arrogance. It's an interesting. I guess it's a screen capture software. Snag it. Snag it. Yeah, you can you can like capture <laughs> your screen and record video. We've promoted Snag We've it. Promoted. On oh, they got it. <laughs> Some they, they got us too. Yeah, oh, they, they made Camtasia. That's like old school screen capture trash. <laughs> Camtasia. What's up, blood? I <laughs> know. Uh, I just think it's an interesting dilemma of like the on-demand side of things because. You don't get that problem with TV because the TV like decides when the ads are going to show up. You know, like you, you, yeah, you can flip between two different ball games, no problem because you know because the ads are going to come on. You know, when there's a timeout or a break or whatever. Or right? like Twitch is just like, oh, you switched to a new channel. Here's your ad. Mm-hmm. Like every single time, like, yeah. It's, uh, like it's an insane oversight. Yeah, and that that's what would be so annoying about it is like. 
you would check into a stream, see that nothing is going on, be there for seconds, and then switch to another stream and get hit with ads again. Or like reloading the same stream. Sure. And, yeah. it's, and it's like, I'm going to make sure you're watching this ad. Yeah, they're very persistent about it. I they, don't think they, that'll improve. I don't think that'll change despite what Mixer sure. does. You know? people, I, but I do think it, I think there are ways that they could make it improve without it like terribly negatively affecting them. And like, like just tracking like how many ads an individual has seen if you saw an ad within the last minute you should not see another ad i think the beautiful thing they do do is they do you never need to say do do twice uh i think (laughs) the beautiful thing they do uh is that they do say when you're watching that ad this ad helps support the Mm -hmm. person you're watching and so i think that is actually nice it makes you feel better for watching the stupid commercial for snag it but then it yeah so i I, oh wait, does it? Yeah, yeah. But they've been saying that for years, like that for a very for long time. Twitch has been like, this ad directly supports whoever, and that's great. But now, th- but my attitude has turned on it, where I'm like, this is just emotionally manipulating. It me. is, yeah. It uh, is absolutely that. That's the whole point. Them too. Hmm. It's helping them too. It's helping right? them more than it's helping us. Like way more. Yeah. I didn't even know that we got ad revenue from Twitch. Compared oh, to yeah, uh, compared to Twitch Prime, though, it's minuscule. It's like nothing. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, I accidentally got. Uh, YouTube Red at the time, now YouTube whatever premium. Hooey! I never look back. Every time I see it's an ad so now, expensive. I'm just like, what the hell is this? Dude, is it? it's, it's like, what is it, like $15 a month? No, it's like 10 No, uh, it's more bundled, than that. It's more than 10 I got it bundled with um, Google Music Unlimited or whatever back in the day, and I like grandfathered in, I guess. I don't know. I just have it. Uh, but it's so worth it. I hate ads. I think it's very funny, but I don't think it's fair to our viewers to not acknowledge Jones just hanging out behind you. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I don't I don't think it's fair to not bring that up. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he'll be back soon. Yo, the best um, uh, weapon against ads though is to just have a, another tab of like a long like article you're reading. Ad when you're on, on your phone, it's harder to do that. Way That's harder on your phone. Sure, sure, Way sure. on your phone for you. Yep. Sure. Uh, this story I want to blaze through, but I think it's really interesting. Cause blaze it's blue? Blaze blue, you dude? Blaze, blaze through? Blue, you want to blaze blue? No, dude. I'm way more into Guilty Gear. Uh, because we've talked about this particular developer a bunch on this podcast, uh, and I have the <gasps> viewers' consensus on this. Uh, and Huber, you might be interested in this. Hmm. WWE 2K20 has hmm. been announced. Yeah. Along with this announcement came the announcement that Ukes will no longer be developing any WWE games. Ukes is out. Ukes is out. Oh. So what had been happening is Visual Concepts has been assisting in development. Visual yeah. Concepts is, I would have never known this before today, the people who developed the NBA 2K games, which mm-hmm. are you know massively successful. Yeah. So they will be doing all... Uh, WWE games solo by themselves going forward, starting with WWE 2K20. And uh, you might be a person who listens to this podcast and not caring about WWE games, but I was like looking into this. It's pretty interesting. So, Ukes, who our audience says is bad, uh, Ukes bad was the predominant comment. Um, <laughs> I asked for, I asked like, just say Ukes good or Ukes bad, yeah, and Ukes just a lot bad. of a lot of Ukes bad. Finally out. Um, Huber, they've been developing used to be good WWE games since WWF since yeah. the year 2000. The every, they made every year at least one wrestling video game mm-hmm. officially licensed by when WWE. When it went to 2K, the, the, it, everything fell apart. Um, WWE 2K tried yeah. to go for more realistic sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. No, dude, 
No. <laughs> so uh, Visual Concepts, again, the NBA 2K developers, they started assisting in 2K14, which is 2013, is when they hopped on to help make them. I wonder if this is when they start going realistic. I don't really know that turn. Um, and then, yeah, Ukes apparently has been unhappy with this yearly churn. Yeah. They're I not happy imagine. with the quality that they're able to put these games out in. Mm-hmm. And so here, I got some fun facts. Yeah. Did you know? Ukes made a Pacific Rim game? What? For Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. What? How have we not played this How video have, game? How have I not heard of this? Ukes made it, man. What? Dude, you're in the credits. Yes. <laughs> we gotta play we gotta find this game and play it. Official? Regardless of quality. Yes. Dude. Regardless, we just have to play I that. Failed. Okay. Everyone I feel failed. like I, I only know like one thing that Ukes has made. Uh which is what? Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. Yes, yeah, that, that was just uh, this year or last year, very recently, uh, they made that game, which is uh, stretching out. But It was okay. How did nobody tell me about this specific game? Um, I have no idea. It must have been dreadful, dude. It must be so bad. It's a 360 PS3. Surprises. How is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> it, must, it must have been buried if it's like we have no idea about it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Ukes admitted to creating their own uh, wrestling IP game a while ago. It makes way more sense now that I guess they had to wait for this game to be announced before they could say we're not working on it. Uh, but yeah, they're they're making their own wrestling IP that they can be proud of while uh, poor visual concepts is now having to deal with the annual churn. It sucks. The annual churn. Yeah. It's but just, it's like sports only- games. I think like WWE is like a sports game. You have to do a game every year, right? Do you, though? You don't. You no. don't. You don't. Like, especially nowadays when we're going into the whole seasonal content and all <laughs> that whole... Hubert turned know, into a 60-year-old. And said, yeah, like, oh, the seasonal content. Oh, season pass. Back in my day, I could go to the drugstore and get a copy, copy of Aladdin on the Genesis, <laughs> and that, would, that we were happy for three months. Yeah. I don't know if there are any, like... Console executives, or if it was just journalists, but I remember like when we first started getting hard drives and like you know online services and stuff, like that was one of the the pitches. It's like, oh, you won't have to buy the sports game every year because like you you know, we could just they can just update it, they can just like you know, give you the new roster, and like everyone's like, there's no money in that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. it, but you. You think about it, like now we actually kind of do have yeah. the means to put money in that. Like you, yeah. you could figure out a way. But they're not close, man, because they yeah. sell so well. Madden would never do that. FIFA would never yeah. do that because they get they start you off with sixty dollars, and then you're paying for booster packs mm-hmm. after that. Just, just no incentive. Oh, yeah. WWE nickels and dimes. Yeah, for I sure. definitely had that experience with Street Fighter Five, checking out the new characters because there was the, like I really wanted the poison. There's this poison costume that she had that was really cool. Which one? So it's a story mode one. Mm -hmm. You see her in it in the beginning of story mode. I think it's the best costume that she's got. But, like, it's just the the process of getting it is so lame. Like, you have to do the story mode. Then you unlock the ability to either buy it with fight money or purchase it. It's not like... Did you have enough fight money? I did have enough fight money. Okay. But, and this is also how they get you. I don't know if, maybe this is just some weird Ben thing. But I was like, ah, you know... I don't know if I want to spend my fight money on this. Yeah. I had about 100k fight money. I was like, do I, I don't know. Oh, because you could get a stage. Yeah, you, come on. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe you know, maybe maybe there'll be stuff down the line that I want. So I'll, I'll pay the you know 3.99 or whatever it was for the costume. But like, 
I think the new characters are fun. I'm having a good time with them. It just, like, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. Where For it's sure. like, how cool would this have been? Where it's like, hey, you, you, go. you got the character. You played through the story mode. Here's a nice little bonus. Here's a nice little thing for you to unlock. So that, I thought that was lame. Kyle. Yeah, I looked into it. And, uh, yeah, Pacific Rim... <laughs> Uh, came out on July 12, 2013 for the Xbox 360. has a 39 on Metacritic. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. We have to play they, they were more excited when you said it that. Gets, it gets weirder. Uh, it came out a couple of months later on, on PlayStation 3, and only one person reviewed it. Uh, and then and then it came out the day after... Uh, oh, no, the day before. Weird. It came out the day before uh, on iOS. came out the day before the 360 one. The best scoring version, 48. It's probably not made by Ukes, right? Is a mobile one by Ukes as well? Uh, that's not listed here, but uh, wow. yeah, very strange. Video yeah, game history, like dude. We got to find it. We got to find that. Uh, uh, you know what? It's time for love and respect. Love and respect. Uh, it was listed. Reliance Big Entertainment UK Private LTD. Hey, Reliance big. They're good. <laughs> you need a mobile port? You gave it to Reliance. Uh, okay, this one, we, we don't get these often, and I'm so happy to have this comment. Here we go. It's from Brian Kruger. Hello, allies. I listened to Ken Stan's game in last week's Love and Respect with some amusement. Last week, we played a game called Make It a Ten. Uh, we had a time travel device. We could travel back to any game developer and whisper one thing into their ear to, before they put their game out to make it a ten. Fun. You see, I was the lead producer for Factor 5's PS3 title, Lair. (laughs) While Brad's advice, lose the six-axis, was not wrong, I thought I'd I'd take the opportunity to share the biggest lesson I learned from the development of that game in the hope that it is valuable valuable to any allies or listeners who want to make their own games. This is awesome. This is awesome. (laughs) It is this. Build the prototype first. Iterate on the prototype until it is fun without any of the polish. Don't be afraid to kill your babies, as Ian would say. Lair, (laughs) Ian shout out, uh, Lair actually did have analog stick controls from day one, at retail at least, but the six-axis marketing push did damage the game's development in one specific way. We were looking for ways to enhance the physicality of the dragons, and there were competing prototypes for dragon melee combat. One was a rudimentary punch-out style fighting game, and the other involved emotion controls and whacking the dragons into each other. We didn't have the resources to finish both. The punch-out was, in many of our opinions, the best option with the potential, with the most potential and depth, but... In the end, we were forced to finish both mechanics because of six-axis. Splitting our time and not getting the prototypes f- the prototypes right made both mechanics unsatisfying. I know this message is already so long that it probably won't make the podcast. Gotcha. But I have to share this quote. There was an argument about whether the dragons in Lair could have magical abilities. Some on the team wanted these, but... At one point, it was shot down with the phrase, a real dragon wouldn't do that. If anyone ever gets too pedantic about what's realistic in your made-up fantasy world, just remember how stupid a real dragon wouldn't do that sounds as an argument. 
Also, big thanks for Dami- big thanks to Damiani for the Battle of Naboo shout out. We're already proud of that little gem on the N64. Woo! Nice. Brian Kruger, thank you for letting mm-hmm. us into that insight. That was amazing. Yeah. Calling out that person who's a real dragon wouldn't do that. <laughs> and they could have had the dragons could have had magical abilities. I hope that the dragon a real dragon couldn't do that guy is also a listener and yeah, if we get that one next week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like everybody needs that message every once in a while. Maybe yeah. there should just be like a, a human being requirement every six months where it's like, hey, like, don't forget to have fun. Like it's mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't forget to have fun. Oh, and I totally get the prototype thing too. I yeah. think that especially with launch titles, you can be pressured to put out a flashy game. Oh yeah, I mean, especially think about it like the launch of a brand new system, especially yeah. coming off of something like the PS2, mm-hmm. where you saw it evolve so much over the course of its yeah. life. Yeah, the layer yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Layer looked crazy. Yeah, and it was crazy. Hey, that the the team that made the best GameCube games, well, best looking GameCube games, uh, is now waking up PlayStation games. Sick. And then it just shut them down. <laughs> Sucks so much. I feel like that has changed though, uh, in in video games where. Obviously, the way something looks is still talked about and obsessed about over, to a certain degree, but it's not like it was to me at the beginning of like the PS2 or the PS3 life, where it was an end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see that as much. I, I feel but, like we're right. we're we're more willing to forgive like visual discrepancies if the game supporting it is worth it. And I love that. It's because I feel like every game looks amazing now. Yeah. Like I always joke around like that. Like I really just. I don't know, maybe because it's just we grew up with you know, crud. Crud, but it's like, yes. God, I just can't remember the last time I looked at a game and was like, ugh, gross. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Because <laughs> I, I remember last gen, Unreal, if your game's made in Unreal, it's like, ugh. You know, you like yeah. deal with the, the pop around. Yeah, it's like a certain look. Yeah. Yes, yeah. even yeah. with the Transformers, like Transformers has an Unreal Engine right. game, and it's like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Now, now you have Blocky. you have Guilty Gear being made in Unreal. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't have predicted that mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah, everything everything looks good everything in Unreal. Looks so good, uh, <laughs> to an extent. Um, thank you for that that comment. I love that. Uh, let's do. Uh, just the fastest game ever. So uh, I don't like to do Metascore games, but I like to make exceptions of myself. Hey, allies, I'm here with a game. I'll give you a Metacritic score of a video game, and you have to guess if the user score is over or under the Metascore. Okay, here we go. This is from Pokey Clyde. All right, Witcher 3, Metascore, 9.1. Are we going over or under? Over. Over. Over wins, but just by point one. <laughs> uh, meta, so actually, I'll give you the meta score going forward. The meta score is nine point one. The user score nine point two. Fortnite score eight point five. Over under. Lower, under. Over. Under. Super under. Three point six. Yeah. Whoa! Oh. That's the <laughs> internet incarnate yeah, right there. You're you're internet cool. incarnate. You really showed them. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Cool. Zero out dude, of ten review, dude. dude. Epic, epic Games is like crying at night over that. Yeah. In their $100 bills. How many How many of those votes are because of things that happened this week? Yeah. Uh, or like, how, unrelated yeah. games. Right. How, many, how much of that is like reactionary stuff for sure? I think that's a good point. Halo 3. Metascore 9.4. Oh, it should be over, but I, I'm going to say under. Lower by I'm going to say under. Yeah. Hard to get over 9.4, yeah. but user score, 7.9. Hey, do you know what game deserves it? Huh? Halo 3. Yeah. Is it a 9.4, you mean? Yes. Okay, yeah, let's not go crazy get a 9.5. But no, like 9.4, 9. 9. we can like... I would, I'd probably give it 
I mean, I don't know. I'm feeling good about Halo 3 right this second. Uh-huh. I would give it like a 9.6. Whoa. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do an easy one. Too many bubble shields. Mass Effect 3. Metascore, 8.9. Oh, yeah, under. Yeah, under. Obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously, obviously like zero point five. Yes, yeah. <laughs> user score is five point eight. So I mean, some people love it. Some people still love Mass Effect Three. Are willing to acknowledge no, there's something there? I mean, that's there, just yeah. the, the controversy speaking, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, still eight point nine. It's pretty high. Uh, Near Automata, Metascore eight point eight. Over. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Eight point nine is the user score. So yeah. just a little bit over. It's hard to get over it. The people like, know. The people know. Do they know? Do you know? They do know. Jump Force, Metascore 5.6. Over. Over, dude. Way over. And my team-ups. It's under blood. Really? 4.1 for the you Jump Force. They're right, though. I yeah. agree with yeah, that. They're right. Yeah. They're right. Sometimes you can sense some blindness and something. Yeah. You know what? You called it like it is. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> there's no way it's under. not under. <laughs> I can't believe... Yeah, right. There's no way that it's not under. I can't believe it's not under. Uh, <laughs> The meta score is five point three for that, which is already appalling. That's, I mean, okay, Ooh. this is a shitty thing to say, mm-hmm. but my heart tells me that's the Fallout name. Oh, to even get up to five point three? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I have no evidence for that. Yeah. And probably shouldn't I mean, say that. It's, what's interesting is now, like, there are definitely more and more people coming to the game's defense. Yeah. So I could see it creeping up. Even, it, even in our point. comment section, actually, yeah. people are like, "Hey, stop making fun of Fallout. It's good people now." Are, yeah. People are finally making their own like stories. Yeah. I guess. Uh, user score two point eight though. Uh, <laughs> you showed them. Uh, Evil Within two. Why are you hurting me? Metascore 7.6. Over. over. Way over. Please be over. Way it's over, over baby. 8.5. Full point. They got it much. right. Yes. They got it right. <laughs> Perfect. Perfection. Uh, last one. Shenmue. One and two. The, that combo. <laughs> Metascore 7.5. Over. The HD collection? Mm-hmm. Over. 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 Definitely over. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the unders are going to target. The people know. Why are they picking on Shenmue? It's over. It's over. Yeah. There we go. 7.9 for yeah. the was defeated. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think they'd come out of their way. Oh, I'm sorry. We actually, Fortnite, they're coming out of their way. Wait, what is this? Sorry, both. what are you talking about? We have one more, actually. We have one more. Oh, okay. Okay, this is Doom on PS4. So hmm. the recent one. Metascore, 8.5. Over. Uh, over. Uh, under. Over. And people are saying play it on PC. And you know, how can you blame them? Ben, you called it, dude. 8.3. It's under. Wow. Play on PC. <laughs> just barely. <laughs> Uh, I want to get to one. I'm just kidding. One last love and respect, but I, I bet that's what it was, man. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. this is not the yeah, but uh, hey, it's on Switch it's now. Totally fine to play it on whatever you want. Um, last week, oh, we got like more comments than ever about this one love and respect submission, and I think even here on this panel, uh, we were maybe uh, uh, you know, maybe a little cruel to the person who wrote it, but person turns out has a great sense of humor. Love and respect. Thanks for the discussion of my post last week. Love thirsty will use Prof N. Thank you for having a good humor about that, Prof N. Appreciate it. It is now time for bets. There's going to be a Pokemon Direct tomorrow morning. If you're watching this Wait, podcast... It's not a direct. It's a, well, it's a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Pokemon stream, whatever. A, a video, an update. update. Pokemon update. Check in. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. It's already happened if you're watching this podcast. We're going to guess at this point next week how many thumbs down will be on the YouTube upload of that video. Uh, just for reference for everybody at home, if you want to bet as well, I went to the most recent Sword and Shield video officially on the Pokemon channel. It's called Gigantamaxing Changes the Game in Pokemon Sword and Shield. That has 4.46 million views. 74K thumbs up, 30K thumbs down. That's pretty not good. Not good. That voice. 
I want you to know. Like, it, it gets in my head. It colors the bet, man. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's to me what the voice sounds like when they make a video. Okay, Daniel Bloodworth, how many thumbs down on that video? Uh, I'm going to go 5K. Ooh, uh, a big I, turnaround. I know that could be seen as a little low, uh, but I, I feel like, number one, we've had uh, enough Pokemon videos where this probably won't get as much traction. Oh. And I also think that there's like, it's less likely that they're going to do something in between now and next week that's going to upset people in the same way as all this the video might be awesome this might, video might be incredible no they'll feel forced to give it a thumbs up ben what's your bet i think it's a bad bet but i said 15k okay michael huber Twenty-five thousand four hundred thirty-seven. <laughs> Everyone's pissed. Yeah, thirty-one k. I do not doubt that yeah. people are not Everyone's holding pissed. a grudge against this game. Yeah. Uh, Ian Hink. Twenty-six k. Okay, all right. There's there's our k's. Let me lock that in. <laughs> Got to talk about last week's bet. Oh, Ian, I'll have to. I'll need you on the assist while okay. I load this up. What am I doing? Uh, Madden NFL twenty was released on August second. Mahomes. Yes. So I went to. NFL.com. Are you getting this one? Because Mahomes is on the cover? No. Nah. Uh, apparently he talks to you. You're he, not getting this? If you make a creative player, apparently Mahomes comes and talks to you. Dude, Kyle, man. <laughs> but uh, I don't know who Mahomes is. So we're going Kyle's to NFL.com. I have a clue what this man looks uh, like. They <laughs> rank the jerseys. He's got curly hair. Uh, <laughs> where will the Mahomes jersey rank amongst the top-selling jerseys on NFL.com? Dude. Blood... You said it would be in the M category. Uh, Damiani bet eight. Brad bet number three. I bet number one. Ian bet number four. Ian, where's Mahomes in the top selling jerseys? Okay. So last week I said I checked live. Uh-huh. It was number one last week. Oh, wow. Things have changed. Now oh, no. it's number two. Ooh, that's a split win. So, Wait, so give yeah. me the top five, actually. I'm super top curious. Top five. So I, I've just so, for clarity, I just clicked on jerseys. Uh, on the shop, I just click jerseys, and yeah. it sorts by top sellers. Seventy-two items, so it's Mayfield Ugh. from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, then it's Mahomes. Then it's Mayfield again, but a different color. <laughs> then it's Mayfield I mean, again, that like he's but in a the different M color. Or you it's a Mayfield serious? again, but a different color. Then it's Mac. Then it's Mahomes again. Uh, Dude, Mayfield. One, two, three, four, five. How long six, do we get to a non-M? Seven. So Mahomes is both two and seven, uh, and then it's Beckham Jr., Smith Schuster, and then he, any name. <laughs> any name. Like I can put my own name yeah. on it on a Chicago Bears variant. Man, the yeah. Bears fans are going nuts. Huh? Any name. I don't know. So why? Hubert uh, Baker Mayfield was just at a, a baseball game. I don't know if this is in your own sphere as a baseball fan, but they cut to him on camera, and so he just like took a beer and like did like the college thing where you like bite yeah. it and then just do that. <laughs> I wonder if that's why he's number one this week. Yeah, he's number one, number three, number four, and number five. <laughs> oh my god! What is the response to that? Yeah. Like, dude, people, I like beer. Time yeah. to yes. buy this. People buying yes. it and then slamming beers and into their They're just like Baker's the man, baby. Yeah. We got it this year, baby. The Bears are back, baby. It's like I don't, I don't know. But it's the Cleveland Browns, though. Oh, sorry, the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are back, baby. Uh, so yeah, Mahomes is two and seven. <laughs> okay, hey, that's good. Uh, that's a win for me and a weird win for Brad. I like beer too. <laughs> dude, I like beer. Dude, I like beer. Me too. I gotta buy that jersey. Two uh, K, monetize me. <laughs> That brings our score to Scrappy Little Pigs, 18. Aren't, aren't you going to make the noise? I totally forgot I'm the Scrappy Little Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> scrappy Little Pigs, 18. 
Gorgeous Gorilla 16. <laughs> um, I want to thank uh, Kev Board Arts, who just keeps mm. me honest about the scores, which I mess up every single week. So thank you for doing everything you do there. Oh, and also, I forgot to thank the people who tweeted the Marvel Ultimate Alliance box to me. Appreciate that as well uh, to anyone who did that. But uh, let me tell you a little bit about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. You've heard uh, me stumble through at the beginning of this podcast the incentive for people who pay $5 or more a month. They get this podcast two days early. At the end of this month, that's going to be Fridays. uh, But currently, you would get that on Wednesdays as opposed to Fridays. But again, by the end of this month, when we shift into phase four, you're going to get it on Fridays as opposed to Sundays when the video goes public and audio. Uh... All right, so who am I splitting with? Who's in the Brad seat? Brad wins every time. He wins a lot. Professional better. He, he wins a lot. Uh, Huber, you're in the Brad seat. Every time this so, guy, so dude. Every time this guy. Who is this guy? Seasons, and then every time this guy. Every time. Uh, like beer. What's his roadmap? <laughs> Baker. Uh, okay, so uh, Huber, uh, please. Um, what do you want? Do you want uh, writing responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world? Final word? We want to promote a video and sign off. What do you want first? Uh, I don't know. You pick. All right, I'll take first pick. I want to promote a video. Cool. What do you want? Um, I don't know. You pick. Uh, Huber is going to have final word. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have the sign off, and then Huber is going to give everybody his Twitter handle. All right, Huber, what do you want? What's your Twitter handle? At Michael P. Huber. Okay. Uh, Video what I'd like to promote is we're about to go record the Hall of Greats tonight. So go ahead, go to youtube.com slash easy allies and search for the Hall of Greats. If you're not familiar with that, that's where we induct video games into uh, what we call the Hall of Greats, the greatest video games of all time. Scroll down on uh, easyallies.com. Hey, you're already here, right? Uh, Well, we got listeners. Okay. And so, uh, Huber, what's the final word? Uh... It was just really fun talking about fighting games today with you guys. It was awesome. It was very wholesome content. Dude, Huber. It was so fun. I really liked it. Because, like, fighting... Dude, fighting games... I love fighting games. I'm not an expert. The mm-hmm. only fighting game I could even comfortably talk about, really, is Mortal Kombat. But it's just really fun, like, hearing about, like, Evo. Dude, Yo, I went to Evo and was, like, on the ground, dude. It's just cool. Did uh, you see that Nightwolf trailer? I, dude, the bear? The bear. The bear yeah. hype, dude. Ben, I just realized... Did, did MK11 have an Evo <laughs> announcement? So, I did not. I, I was watching Mortal Kombat and I fell asleep. Yeah, because it was late. It was. It's not. It's not. A, it's not an insult to Mortal Kombat. I just fell asleep. It just happened. I thought we would see Spawn and it like didn't, didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I yeah. I, I want to go back and I want to watch the grand finals. I want to watch Sonic Fox play. I, I know the yeah. result already, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, people were talking about it, and it's a good point. I feel like Mortal Kombat announces their big things like right before an event. Like they don't do it at yeah. the event. They do yeah. it right before. So they just, you know, like did, that Nightwolf trailer. Night trailer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and two, Terminator's oh. coming out. The movie's coming out in a few months. So I assume the character will be. Oh yeah. Not officially announced, but we know yeah. it's coming. Yeah, we, know. we know it's coming. Yeah. Tomorrow is forever. All ours. <laughs> What I'm not a humongous fan of is Final Fantasy VII. What I am a huge fan of is marketing campaigns. Sexy. <laughs>